Hey everybody, welcome back. Today we're here to talk about the 1982 film Poltergeist. And as always, I have here with me Ramon. Hey guys. And Ro. Howdy, howdy. Um, guys, we picked this film because we wanted to talk about something spooky, something scary. But I got a feeling we're going to have a totally different discussion when we actually start talking about this film. Uh, so, Ramon, why don't you start us off? What did you think about this movie, watching it with, you know, today? <laughs> Wait, how are we going to talk about something different? I'm curious now. I'm curious. Uh, no, I mean, I was excited to do Poltergeist. Like, uh, we were trying to pick up, like, one last movie to do in October that was at least somewhat horror. Um, what better movie to pick than Poltergeist, man? Like, what, 1982? been around for a long time it's probably one of the earliest horror movies that i remember seeing and probably one of the ones that i think actually scared me more than like friday on uh, nightmare on elm street or friday the 13th and i think what did it is just the elements of horror are a little bit more like toned down or like subliminal in the beginning you know you don't start with like the third act when you have like beast and dead bodies and stuff like <laughs> that no it, it's it's like things calling you from a tv and you know like chairs moving like nothing's quicker than chairs so i, <laughs> I, love, the movie, that... <laughs> I love the movie so <laughs> I, I know i'm i'm definitely afraid of, of chairs but uh but no I, I yeah like i i completely agree it's it's the first movie uh, the first uh, scary movie that i remember seeing uh my mom was really free about allowing us to watch scary movies because i saw like nightmare on elm street and this one like when i was a kid kid probably like my son's age except maybe even younger who knows but yeah like i and i i remember i had a clown like just like the boy uh <laughs> apparently that i don't remember but uh, i don't know what happened to it i don't know where it went but apparently it's i had one living in your closet right now i don't know it's probably <laughs> on the other side it it, it it went through the light or to the light under well, your bed <laughs> or maybe dude was well, much as i'm gonna love like talking about all the spookiness and like the things that happen throughout this movie like something as i was watching this movie that i'm like i don't know man i just couldn't stop thinking about it and this is what i mean like maybe this conversation is gonna go a different way but i just kept thinking like these parents are so irresponsible man like i don't think i've ever seen <laughs> more irresponsible parents in a movie than this movie like i was just thinking like why don't you leave the house? Why are you doing this? Why are you leaving your kids alone? Like, like, like Ramon, what would it take you for you to like right now, stop this recording and leave, leave your house? Like what, what, like if your chair all of a sudden started moving, like I couldn't understand like, you know, flashing lights or something like that. But I like, do when your chairs are moving from one direction to another, it's like, dude, it's time for you to pack up and leave like instantly. <laughs> See, I, I think about that too, because uh, like one of the, <clears throat> the other scary movies that nowadays I think still applies to like my like interfere, like randomness is like paranormal activity, right? For the same reasons, like moving things. And, and I do think about it often, like what, what would happen if just all of a sudden, like somehow our house became the haunted? I don't think it would be immediately though, man. I, I don't think I would be as amused as the mom in Poltergeist. Like she clearly was having a field day with that kitchen and, and the chairs. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it has to be, like, where, where it feels violent, you know? When I feel like things are slamming, like, a frame, something falls off the wall. Not too bad, you know? Like, I, I can kind of try to figure it out. But if it flies across the room, like, towards me, I don't know. Let me make some phone calls. Call yeah. my mortgage, like, dude. <laughs> I mean, there are, thinking about it, there are scary things about our individual houses. Like, Ro, your house is probably one of the first ones in, you know, where we live that was ever built. Because, you know, it's a little bit more, like, in that you know in the middle of downtown 
Then Ro- well, Raul. My, my, my mom's house it was, it was built in Ooh, the, the like late 1800s, early 1900s. Yeah, so like think about the history. Ramon, your house is newly built. So think about like what the hell was in that area before you even got there. But my house. Are you sure there wasn't a graveyard? It's a Mastodon <laughs> graveyard. We live next to marshes. And I just asked this question when we were taking a walk yesterday. I'm like, you think there's Mastodons in the marsh? Well, the, best, the better question is, will they haunt you for <laughs> taking over their, their, their location? Yeah, but but I'm just saying, like, it, it's very easy for you to have that mindset, like, my house is haunted. Even with my house, I think the scariest thing about it that I kind of, like, think about or not try not to think about is that even though my house is not that old, I get mail from, like, different folks that used to live here. And from my understanding, talking to my neighbors, like, a lot of people came in and out this house. I'm like, ah, oh, well, I don't like thinking about, like, even though my house is not that old, that all these different people used to live. Because, like, you just don't want to think about what people used to do in your house before you got there. <laughs> but, yeah, 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 but, like, here, here's kind of the thing, too, though, that, that kind of happened in this movie is that, like, things were gradual, but they escalated quickly. Too because so 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 then but by the time that that it got well besides the fact that chairs were moving that was like the first night there so then they were like okay nothing's bad happening so some weird stuff's happening but nothing bad and then then they go to bed and then that's when like Asha hits the, the fan dude and the crazy thing is like because I think the little girl's like around three four years old like the crazy thing is that they've been in that house for like three four years because they mentioned how she, she was, was born, born in it so I wonder what even escalated the goals for them to finally be like all right this is our time to make a move that was kind of also something I was thinking about so great the TV great, people well I mean great way to start like talking a little bit more about like how the the beginning of the movie at least in that sense because I was thinking about that too right because it is one of those things that I just remember the the creepy things in the movie. But I was excited to rewatch this, and, and I probably did watch it within the last 10 years. But even then, it kind of feels like it's been a while. But I was excited to rewatch it and just like with a different like approach, right? Like really more analytical, like paying attention to more details. And the only thing I could think of is like her, how her like uh, canary, uh, canary died, like her bird, a uh, little tweety. Yeah. Um, just the whole, yeah, the whole the whole idea that like the mom was ready to flush it, right? And then like the, the girl, um, What's her name? Carol? Carol Ann. Uh, yeah. So she, oh yeah, Carol Ann. Um, like she stopped her, she caught her in the act, and then she requested like an actual burial, right? And then it was adorable because the whole burial like preparation was kind of cute, right? Like they were, they were like, they had this little cigar box, which we later find out that they use for weed as their stash box, <laughs> uh, which is a whole other thing that I forgot about that I didn't realize as a kid. Um, but no, and then they started adding things in there for the bird to be like good in the afterlife, right? So that whole idea of like, here's this little girl who's thinking about the proper burial. And then by the end of the movie, you find out that the whole reason why this all happened was because of the improper like building over yeah. A cemetery kind of just made me realize that that was probably one of the connecting factors. Mm. And don't forget that they were building that pool, so they were already like kind of like oh. like you know digging up in the in the backyard. So I don't know, and obviously that's where a lot of the bone skeletons came out at the at the very end. Dude, how 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 did the developer not do something about it? Because if 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 they moved the gravestones, but they didn't move the bodies, yeah, then like there there should be some sort of like HOA rule or something that doesn't allow for for underground pools. Because obviously, like they're gonna oh, get some bodies. Like to stop the pool. I thought you meant like the building. I'm like, well, clearly he was trying to get away with like no. cheaper development, but huh. Uh, I don't know. Maybe don't, you never yeah. planned on anyone building a pool. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's funny because the name of this community is Cuesta Verde, which I'm like, okay, I'm Hispanic. Verde means green. But then I was like thinking, I'm like, 
what the hell does Cuesta mean? Like, I'm like, I'll never figure it out. And no, Cuesta is like, it costs money. So the, the, the name oh, of the cuesta. community, it's like, it costs Pero, money. So, so I think they were, cuesta mucho. <laughs> yeah, so I think what they were trying to do is like, they were trying to say like, maybe this, this movie is a little bit based also like on greed, greedness, you know, because obviously this corporation was so greedy that yeah. they just didn't want to move the body. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Cause I'm like, what the hell is Cuesta? And of course it's like, Cuesta Verde costs money. So it's just like, it's crazy. Like, yeah, so that's kind of like green. something. Well, yeah. it's not spelled the same way, but like just phonetically, like listening to it, it makes so much sense because I remember like seeing it too and being like, "That's not a word." I know, it's not, not in Spanish. I it's know, the cuestas with a C. <laughs> Spanish lessons, Carlos. No, it, but no, no, no. What do you mean? But, but I, Wait, what do you mean cuestas with a C? Like yeah. in, in the the name of the development is Q U. That's not no, it's, no, not with no, a C. It's with a C. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was with a C. That's what I'm saying. It. it was like so obvious, and like you just, you know, huh, even us yeah. Hispanic speakers, like we didn't catch it. It was like, yeah, like no. what the hell is that? Yeah, didn't catch it either. <laughs> well, well, because I think that's one of the most like, like kind of. I mean, the movie starts in a great way because right away yeah. you start thinking of this like average, like middle America, like mid, you know, freaking average family in America, and obviously something that I didn't grow up with in, in that kind of scenario. But it was like. I, I I mean yeah the whole idea well, of like them showing the neighborhood and then going and seeing like development sign and then like how everything just seemed so like peaceful and stuff like huh well the American well, the, dream like American for me dream. once I started working like my corporate job and we started getting like letters from California or even Texas and it was like I was I always found it so weird because it was like all these towns named like Palo Alto and all these Mexican names and obviously like later on when you find out like obviously mexico used to own california they used to own texas so even though the u.s owns it, like some of those things did stay like the name of it so it's just like oh it's like it's kinda... los angeles san diego well, yeah sacramento so it's this kind of thing when you go i think if we went to california i mean you've been to california los angeles plenty of times ramon but it is like that like all their towns are have like these hispanic or even the street names it's kind of funny <laughs> yeah yeah except beverly know. hills or hollywood yeah. But anyways, we're talking about wait, middle, middle, where did this movie happen again? Where did it take place? This is I believe it's like California. A, it's a California. I mean, the I town looked great. I mean, one of the opening shots too. Like I did like that. Like again, rewatching it, seeing the element of they had that trees all over the place, but not like I mean, I guess not all over the place, but like outside of the town, like in that first shot where there's like the hill, there's a couple dead trees, right? And then even in the neighborhood, they have the one dead tree in the middle of like this like turnaround. And yeah. I was just like again rewatching it. I'm like, oh, now that you know that the tree becomes like a scary factor in the movie, but seeing that really early on as, as a rewatch, it's kind of really like I don't know. I just like again the rewatch of this was great enjoy because you are thinking of that ideal like neighborhood that everything is peaceful and everything's great. And I mean, how many other movies around that time, especially by Steven Spielberg, like E.T. and stuff like that, like it reminded you of that kind of like happy community. Um, and this is funny because I still watching the movie again. I forget well, that it has to do with it, burial grounds. Yeah, and... it's crazy because I always thought he directed it, Steven Spielberg. But then I guess he just had a lot to do with the writing and producing it. But it was actually the guy that directed the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre that directed this movie. So I was like, oh, okay, that brings like a little bit like, especially at the end when things go just crazy. Like, <laughs> uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense. But uh, it's crazy because I don't know, man. I never felt truly scared watching this movie. And to me, it did feel in the same way I would feel as I was watching like E.T. Like, I don't know why, but it just felt like, <laughs> hey, this is just a family and they're going through an adventure. It just so happens that in this adventure, like uh, people are being sucked through the through their closet <laughs> and ghosts are appearing. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and I'll say for me, well, I I don't I don't remember when when I was a kid, what what what, what I thought of it, but uh, like I I do remember that I I always thought that it was a good movie and I liked it. Uh, but so and and watching it now, like I don't necessarily find it scary, but even though it is like a scary movie, but it, it, I find it good. Like I, I think it's it's a great story. I think the the writing is good. I think the characters are like very well done. I think the acting's good, and I, I like kind of like how they inverted some of the tropes and and how they like threw in a bunch of like different things into this um that that they didn't really need to, but they just like made the story better because like. Let's, Let's just talk about like the scary parts of it. It's kind of like everything, like a lot of things that people are just scared of, especially kids. Like they made them like for real scary, like a tree. Like trees are never really scary, but if you're trying to fall asleep and there's like lightning or there's a light, you're gonna see the shadows from the branches, and and some people find that scary. And then the tree is actually like taking the boy, and then you kind of have like skeletons and, and like the pool or whatever. Then you have like some creepy dolls. You have some creepy toys. You you always have a monster in the closet. And, and in this case, you actually have a monster in the closet. So, so yeah. you just have like a lot of these like small little things that kids tend to be scared of. And, yeah. and they kind of just made them like, this is why you're scared of them. Dude, some something that was like bothering me in the beginning of the movie was when the youngest daughter is going to school, and then like they have the construction workers or the people building. The oh, the pool, team, and they're like catcalling her, and I'm it's like, the dude, 80s. Like, I know. And then the mom's just like, "Oh my god, silly boys!" You know, like you know, hitting on my daughter. I was like, "What? What is going on here?" Well, I was wondering about <laughs> that too, right? Because again, watching it now in modern modern day, that's just completely unacceptable. But like. Not only, like I said, it was the 80s, but I think those workers already had the relationship with the dad because yeah. not only was the dad a realtor, like salesperson, I think he also was involved in the development of the that community. That makes it even worse, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, but, but, but it's like, you know, it, it's kind of like, oh, like family friends because they've been working with their husband for all this time. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, like, that's the only thing I could rationale. But Again, I didn't even remember the parents were smoking pot. Like, they were smoking straight-up <laughs> weed. Like, they yeah. were trying to roll a joint on the bed and, and doing all that. Like, those are the kind of elements that I, I did forget about. Because, again, watching it as a young kid and then even rewatching it, like, not too long ago, but, like, still a while back, it's just certain things don't captivate you that much. And you focus, you want to remember the details that are scary and, like, a little bit, you know, more memorable. But, like, those are the details that you're dead on. Like, they're, they're, well, they're hilarious that were included well, in the movie as comedical well, relief. Well, dude, something that I knew, and I always, like, every few years, I always have to, like, look up the history, but I knew that the young actress, the one that plays Caroline, like, I knew after, like, the second movie, she dies in real life. Like, I knew that was for, like, a fact. Like, she died. What? Um, I didn't it know was, like, It was, like, pneumonia. Um, so this time, like, I was trying to do, like, a little bit of research and look up, like, you know, look up her history again. And then this time I found something out that I didn't know, that the daughter the one that's like in high school like she also that actress also passed away when she was 22 and i'm like okay that is freaking weird <laughs> there's more uh, and then i found out also that the skeletons at the end of the movie that i guess they use real skeletons and i was like what is happening with this movie and then these kids die and i'm like okay there has to be like a coincidence with that so that kind of creeped me out man that was so, truly something that i found shocking up on my rewatch this time so no for sure this actually supposedly a curse that they thought that was going on throughout the filming of all three movies like before the remake um so it wasn't just that yeah like the older sister supposedly got like killed by her boyfriend at the time um mm -hmm. 
the like in the third movie, I think it's the ant. Uh, she dies of some natural cause too. Um, in the second movie, they introduce you know the beast, like, like the, the guy who the in priest. this movie. Yeah. yeah, the priest who's like the actual demon in this first movie. He also dies of natural causes and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was like about three to four people who died in the process of filming three movies <laughs> over like eight years. <laughs> Um, or however many years and it's just yeah you're right carlos like it's crazy because like i found that out not all of those but like it's like you you find out about it when you start looking up the whole series because they need more salt in their life yeah no but but i think carlos is right maybe because of the dead bodies they were using like the real dead bodies like like this whole point of this movie is like corporation being greedy and you know doing this horrific thing for like dead people and then this company is filming this movie is like also doing it and it's like dude like how like how does it not like at a certain point be like maybe we shouldn't do this <laughs> but but it's uh, the, it's the 80s and then like i give props to this movie too because they did a lot of special effects that were like actually pretty good like yeah i mean especially considering that you know there wasn't anything too too crazy but like have the the visual effects that were happening when it was like the ghost apparitions even when they added the beast like the the main demon at the end um the tree the was goo. like probably, yeah the goo and then I, I don't the, know, the, like the, I, the guy, the guy that was like peeling off his face, that was actually yeah, which for back then was good. Yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, you watch it now and you have so much skepticism because you could tell how it works, but I mean, so, that's incredible. But yeah, I guess they went for full on realistic with yeah. the dead bodies. Like, I know kids today, like, they'll watch Stranger Things to kind of get a sense of the 80s. But, dude, if you watch this movie, that's another thing that I found cool. Like, I'm like, dude, this is, like, what people thought in the 80s was, like, modern. Like, all this stuff. It's not like somebody trying to recreate the 80s. Like, this is it. This is what people had in their kitchen. This is how their cabinet looks. It's how the house was set up. It's, like, honestly, this family was a little bit rich, man, because I was a little jealous when I was looking at the little boy's room. And I'm like, man, he has all these, like, Darth Vader, Hulk, all these, like, cool toys. I'm like, I had none of that. I slept on a probably used mattress when I first came to the U.S. <laughs> well, that's another thing, too. Like, that it seems like pretty average family. Well, it sounds like a dad made good money being, like, he the made real good money, dude, yeah. right? But it's like, I mean, maybe back then it was this average family. Like, thinking about those toys now, obviously, filthy rich because they're all collector items and, like, like all those, like, any little Luke Skywalker figures worth, like, you know, thousands of dollars. But I, I like that element, too, because, like, I mean, even if Steven Spielberg didn't do the whole movie, there's the elements of, like, George Lucas into it, which they later collaborated more. And I, to me, it just felt, like, very 80s, yeah. um, which is still enjoyable because, again, we were born then and then still came into the United States and had the residue of the 80s still be like part of our childhood. So it's a good element to it. Dude, yeah. And the, the the other thing now that I can appreciate that I couldn't appreciate when, when I was a kid, like the mom is hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it's one of those things where like, she is Probably hot and I did look her up because like, what else have I seen her in? And, uh, you know, obviously like, yeah, like throughout the movie, she, she, her outfits really stand out. That's what yeah. I'll say. <laughs> wow, guys. Where do we go from here? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, but, but, no. Yeah, but like the, the the other thing that I really liked that that kind of how how they built it in and 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 kind of why is like some of the stereotypes. So so like especially the 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 lady that comes in that's like a medium or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the dad it like doesn't believe it, and he makes like. Like jokes, he makes like small, small people jokes, um, and 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 all these things about like, yeah. oh yeah, something like what's out of the rainbow are, are we in and stuff like that. Kind of like calling her like a munchkin or whatever, and and, and doing all these things. But like 
just to kind of show like the skepticism and also kind of like of the time that like how people felt about people that were different than them. And then, and then at the end of it, just kind of like how that changes, because obviously just because someone looks a certain way doesn't mean that they can be helpful. But so, so this is something that I've been like struggling with. So the moment the little girl got taken from the room and in the closet, like that room became haunted. And it's like, anytime you open it, there's always like something happening. It's yeah. never just like things aren't moving. So I don't understand why when these people came over, like they're looking for evidence that there's like stuff yeah, happening yeah. in this house that is truly haunted. And they do all these set up all these cameras. And I know you got that crazy cool scene that, you know, like towards the middle of the movie where like the souls are coming down the stairs. And it's very peaceful and very angelic. But it's like, dude, if you want evidence, like just open the door to the film. If you're like, you know, like they don't call the cops. And I'm thinking because nobody's going to believe this. But it's like you have proof right there. It's like if an alien landed in my backyard and I actually shot him and I have the body. But I still refuse to like not tell anybody about it when it's like, dude, I have the evidence. Like it's right here. Like, so I don't understand this whole like. Let's not tell the cops. Let's not, you know, like make a big deal out of this. I almost would like to see the version of where like the cops did come. It did become a big like national news. And it's like, what's going on? But it's just like, that's the part that kind of like bothered me about this movie. But again, it's the 80s. So I don't know. I don't want to judge it too hard. <laughs> I well, do I mean, want to give it a little bit. Of, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, the family even like talked about that, how they didn't want to call the cops ahead of time. Um, but I do agree that that like paranormal research group, like it was kind of like half-assing their job in the beginning because it was the same thing too. But I love the scene when they're like, well, we need to find more proof. And then that tea kettle moves <laughs> in front of them. And I'm just like, right there. <laughs> like, right there. <laughs> um, but no, but, it, but it, it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of a little bit annoying to watch them because yes, they were playing like very coy with the, the ghosts. Again, like you said, the the family knew where they were at, and all they had to do was truly be like, "Go in that room, and you'll have all the proof you need." And they yeah. all kind of just like tippy toed around that whole idea, and maybe they wanted to record it, but like I felt like they just could have done so much. But and again, we wouldn't have had a movie like that, like the way it got filmed, if it was kind of more straight to the point. But I do like the the whole idea that they spend some days in the house, and that was kind of part of the whole. Um, involving more than just the family because by this point you're already connected to the family right you had like a normal family they were all doing all kinds of normal stuff and then you add this group of paranormal people but then they have to coexist and that to me was a kind of cool relationship to watch like when the guy who tore his face off just said i'm hungry and then he goes into the kitchen and he goes to like take one of their steaks and starts eating like a drumstick like dude it's not the kitchen <laughs> no and that 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 scene with the steak where it started like something gross started coming from the middle of it. I'm like, okay, that was pretty cool. Cause I'm like, that made me not everyone. I want to have a steak, even though I'm super hungry, even right now. <laughs> yeah. Or steak, Carlos. Or dude, that, uh, that's the drumstick. Dude, that, 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 that was just so gross. So, so gross. Like, like, because like with the drumstick, after you dropped it, you saw like all the maggots and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't no, know. I, don't. I mean, I'm the kind of guy that if you make me like guacamole with crickets, I'm like, hell yeah, let me let me get some of that's that. That's different though, because you know they're gonna be dead. Uh, I mean, live maggots? Dead, no, dead maggots. I mean, I'm, I'm no, open live to it. maggots. No, <laughs> is there lime in, the, in the, on, on, on them? <laughs> lime I don't makes care. Taste better, dead or alive? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, but I'm still not gonna eat live maggots. No, I don't know, man. Again, I I don't want to like keep saying how like I felt like these parents were irresponsible, but the little boy, I felt like they should have sent him to grandma's a lot sooner. They should have gotten him out of the house a lot sooner. I don't know, man. I don't want to put myself in that situation of what would I do, but it's just like one of the things that I just felt like nobody should have been sleeping in the house anymore. 
um, unless they were. But I understand this whole feeling of your daughter strapped in there, so somebody has to be there, yeah. and you don't want to be alone. But don't drag the little kid in there, man. Like go in there with the dog, and you and the dog just <laughs> just uh, hang out and you know take turns. I don't know. You know how I know they're irresponsible parents because well, let, let's add to the things right. They didn't get them out of the house quick enough. They were clearly smoking weed around the kids. They weren't hiding that. Parenting style was questionable. But even like when they did send the son away, they sent the, the older daughter away too. But where? With her friends. Like, friends, yeah. Trust a teenager like that? Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the movie, she gets <laughs> dropped off by clearly like a guy. With big, she had a big old hickey too. No like, way. Old, yes. Oh, <laughs> Re- my God. Rewatch that scene where she gets dropped off on their moving day. Like she had yeah. a big old hickey. Um, when, when, when she's yelling, what's going on? Repeatedly, <laughs> when it's obvious, like, just look. That's what's yeah. going on. <laughs> no, yeah. no, but you know what? Like, I, I was mad at her in, in the first time, like, in the earlier on. Like, when, when the tree takes the, the boy, like, she's the one that leaves Carol Ann by herself. Because, like, the two parents ran to 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 get the boy. They, they ran outside. But she was, like, the last one. And she just left Carol Ann by herself in the room. And that's when she gets taken into the closet. I don't know, man. It just feels like that family is too trusting. But it, you can tell they're really comfortable. Babies just, I don't, I don't know, Carlos, we talked about that too. But man, our parents used to let us be wherever we wanted to be on our bikes. It's like, hey, yeah. you're going to go to Carlos's? Yeah, go, bye. And then ride the bike. And maybe, yes, in the beginning, it was always a phone call away. But after that phone call, man, all game, like all game is fair. And it's just kind of funny because... I don't know. That's kind of the thing, too. It's like, I feel like in any situation like that, if you have like a weird panic, like, and you have multiple family members, who do you protect first? Like, it's so difficult to like, just think of like grabbing everyone at once, especially yeah. when you're one of the siblings, you know, like, I, I don't even know what I would have done if I was her. Trying to yeah, no, it's always hard to like brother being eaten by a tree. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like you always want to hope you have quick reflexes, but sometimes, man, it's so hard when you see something happening not to not to just like stand still and like stare at it and like just watch it happen instead of like reacting. So I don't know. That's probably where I fail too. Yeah. Um. When when these things come about, but I don't know, man. I don't I don't blame the daughter too much. Again, I'm putting more responsibility on the parents, but you know, once they do bring in the the psychic i don't know what do you want to call her the lady the, the medium the medium i mean things start getting a little bit more interesting because you know she's kind of like i'm not sure if she's playing them or she actually knows what the hell she's talking about but i like that actress man i think she adds a little bit of a creepiness to this movie when you know i feel like there's really not a bad guy directly like at the end of the movie they're not there's no big third act where this guy manifests and all of a sudden like they're fighting him it's just like but she herself i feel like she brings a little bit of a creepiness to the movie with the way she sounds that's exactly yeah. what happened carlos <laughs> she says it's the beast like the beast is who lives there or like who's with her and then yeah. the beast comes out at the end of the movie and then they how kinda... does he come out where in wait, the wait, doorway wait, wait, when he's pulling the rope uh, like in the doorway, that's... in the in the very last scene. I mean, yeah. he doesn't do anything because of the special effects. Yeah, He's kind of standing in the doorway, like scaring the yeah. mom away. But that was the beast. Like that was yeah, the one but, thing but, that had her. You know. But I'm talking about like Wonder Woman. It's like, oh, there's no God of War, and then all of a sudden, like, there is a God of War, and it's me. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah there's I'll no reveal that, like that. that. <laughs> but 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 I mean, but I do like that element because yeah, when the first like you know first two thirds of the movie. You obviously have, you know, it's like multiple ghosts and it's like these spirits and these like uh, paranormal like activities and things that are happening. So it's like, I do like the idea that don't present you with like one evil guy. Like it's not like, oh, it's a devil or it's like, 
even the beast, right? Like the beast yeah. you mentioned at that, like towards well, the end, and and that is makes it more enjoyable because if you, right away you have the idea of the beast, uh, it kind of just throws it off. I don't. Well, yeah. well, what I like about the medium when she came in, she gave a great explanation as to why things are happening, how the little girl is responsible for making those things happening, how the beast is using the little girl to keep every ghost that's kind of trying to go into the light. Um, you know, from not going into the light because instead of going to the light, they're being attracted to her and he's using her. So that did like the way she explained things because I'm like, oh, cool. Like this person came in and did it in a way that felt natural. Like she's just kind of like telling the mom and the son, like what's going on and what happens. And I'm like, oh, I totally understand exactly what's going on. And I do like this idea that there was this like very evil presence, the beast, the reverend, and he was just trying to like take advantage of a situation and gain control and I don't know, man. I don't know what happens if the little girl never escapes that dimension or whatever you want to call it, like how truly powerful he could have gone. Obviously, like, I don't remember much about the sequels, so I don't know exactly if maybe he got enough energy to manifest a real body and that's how he comes after her in the second one. But that's that's really cool, man. I do enjoy that explanation because to me, nothing about that feels fake or I can't even, like, put a plot hole in that. No. If anything, it gets weirder in the second and third movie because I, I think... I like the idea. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about those, but I like the idea that they do create like this person that is supposed to be the entity of the beast that ultimately comes for Carol in. Um, and then they have to explain the story about how he used to be like a cult leader. Cult leader, right? Yeah. yeah. And who like took people to a cave and ultimately got them all like to, you know, offer Drink themselves. the Kool-Aid, yeah. Yeah, drink the Kool-Aid. And then, but the, the story with those second and third ones is basically that beast continuing to follow Carol in. But I think it just ultimately didn't work because it just it was more like a mouse and, and a cat and mouse like chase game where at this point, like he had a physical body and he was doing things that were weird. I don't know. I do like the first one so much better because I think just the element of like mystery and you really don't know what this beast is. and The pacing. Uh, yeah. Like everything's pacing, good about yeah. it. Everything's really yeah. smooth about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, like the, I so don't remember so much of the sequels and then the remake i remember nothing of the remake i i i do remember that i saw it but then i i don't remember anything else i just remember that it wasn't as good as the original but i can't even tell you who's in it yeah i mean the cool thing about this movie has been like i guess if you ever watch the simpsons or scary movie or any other movie like this movie a lot of elements they have been parody in other stuff so it's kind of cool it tells you how this movie the importance of it yeah Yeah. i mean the whole like in the simpsons i remember they did one of those horror tree house and like yeah the house implodes on its own and like obviously when you're watching the simpsons you don't really think about poltergeist but then you see poltergeist and you're like oh that's where they got it so it's kind of like cool or even scary movie that scene where that girl's getting banged by the ghost and dude that was really that was (laughs) really cool like in the room like yeah that was really that was so cool man like talk about christopher (laughs) nolan stealing from somebody but like he totally stole that from like Poltergeist, you know, this yeah. whole idea of like the room rotating and so cool. Dude, well, well, I don't yeah, even know well, how they did it. <laughs> not, not back then, you really got to think about like, yeah, even maybe it was just an actually spinning like half a room. Like, I don't know. Quick, quick questions because yeah. we're, talking, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, that scene where the, the mom, it's kind of like a little bit more when they got Caroline back and they think everything's going to be fine. But the mom takes a shower. She goes into the room. Raul, you kind of mentioned earlier, like, she's a very attractive woman. Did you guys get the sense that this lady at this moment was about to have a, some fun with herself? Because, dude, it was totally felt like that. And I'm like, dude, why would you, like, after the ordeal that you went through? I don't know. Yes. I, just don't think, I don't well, think that's the first thing to, you think to about. Relax. 
<laughs> so, so two things. I thought I thought the dad told them that by that night they were gonna leave and to be ready. I know. None of them were in any kind of like I'm ready mood. They were all like doing all kinds she of She put stuff. them to bed. In the yeah. same room. In, in the, the same, same room. room. With the same closet. With the same teleport to hell. <laughs> and the same I, doll. <laughs> but I blame the medium because the medium after they saved Carol yeah. Ann, she was this like, house is this clean. house has been clean. But it's like, really? Because all you did was like save the little girl. Like You did nothing to exercise <laughs> yeah. anything. You did nothing about the bodies. You did nothing, right? You didn't put on a proton pack and all of a sudden <laughs> suck in the, exactly. the <laughs> But back to Carl's thing, like, no, I the only thing that I like about, not just the, the idea that she perhaps is going to have some relaxation time, was that the idea that the dog gave a good like a weird stare yeah. and, and, and i'm almost thinking like obviously the beast or maybe one of the spirits was totally in there with her like kind of just oh yeah there because the ghost like, was definitely i mean the ghost the dog was like like he well, noticed dude, like, that something was in I, there like i know that's what scary movie too makes fun of like that you know that's what they but it felt like that it felt like this woman was being taken advantage by a yeah. ghostly figure and if the sequels would have been like she got pregnant after that and then you know they all of a sudden maybe the third fourth kid in their family is the one that's a little bit scary like i would have been like yeah that makes sense because she clearly in the first one that happened like the omen yeah that's 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 2000s movie man no i mean yeah like i I, just with that scene it was kind of crazy well that whole end of the movie was insane because you Mm -hmm. had everything you thought it was not necessarily like extreme but it was mild compared to like the final scenes that happened with like the like you know again after the the medium said this house is like clean it was the opposite it's like yeah all the skeletons (laughs) goes crazy and i think that obviously that's the one of the more memorable scenes for that reason because nothing like even remotely sexual had happened and even in a scary way and that was the first thing that you're like what the like you know that was about to happen right there Mm -hmm, um but no and then just obviously the scene with the bodies was still crazy because then eventually you had all the coffins and everything rising up from the like the, the ground and I don't know. I, I I definitely think the way the movie went towards the end was great because mm-hmm. if it had people going and people a little nervous or people a little scared in the first like two thirds of the movie, by the end those people were definitely like you know needed. Oh, that change. was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, felt, I, fun. I I felt like the mom like she couldn't get into the kids' room and like. You know, when she fell into the pool, like, I'm like, oh, lady, like, who are you going to, no. who are you asking for help? Like, come on. Even the neighbor that did show up, like, he didn't want to go inside her house. No, <laughs> no. That was dumb, man. Take an opportunity. Yeah. Go do something. But no, they were totally <laughs> just like, nope, nope, be crazy. Yeah. And where did the dad go? Did he ever say, like, when he, like, left the line for a little? So, because whenever, like, he was quitting his job, essentially. Yeah. He, all he said is, like, he had to go back to the office to take care of some stuff. Okay. Because at the end, when he shows back up, he shows up with his boss. With his boss. Um, yeah. yeah. And then his boss got to witness, like, his mistake. Because it and was then it's like, his you, fault. Yeah, like, like, yeah you <laughs> moved the headstones, but you left the bodies. <laughs> he should have. Oh, he should have. I don't know nobody gets murdered in this movie, but, like, he should have been the one that something should have. Like, those ghosts should have taken him into that portal. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, you're right. No one really does. Oh, but the one, the the paranormal team, the one guy never comes back because he was so terrified from the... Well, yeah, yeah, I would, I would be too. Yet. Yeah, so I no almost thought he did, but I'm like, oh, no, yeah, that's right. He just never came back. He was, like, so scared. He's like, nope. No. So. Yeah, and I, I mean, again, I think at the end, like, the special effects were really cool with that ghostly figure like and i don't know if it was like a giant cat or whatever but that that looked great and then the closet what was happening with that so no man i think at the end this movie did win me over i know we don't really do like a rating when we talk about movies 
but i still feel like this movie does hold up it is something fun to watch it i know because i'm trying to do this show sometimes i exclude my wife out of some of the movies that we talk about but this one and trick or treat was one of those movies that i kind of wish i had just been like no you're watching these with me like you know i don't care what you're doing but yeah they were they were fun sadly because we have our daughter i can't just like all of a sudden like put it on at 6 p.m you know we have to wait till like it's late at night and sadly it's time to go to sleep around that time no because next time you see her like touching a tv with a freaking static screen you'd have something to worry about (laughs) yeah no i'm glad there's no i like the oldest tv i have is from 2007 and it is in the basement but i would be surprised if that one turned on one day on its own but but in the remake of paranormal activity i mean in uh poltergeist it happened with just a new tv Really? Was, that movie was what, 2015, 16? Excuse me, while I get a baseball bat and I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's, it's to be fair, like, I don't know. I think the reason, I, I don't know, it was different. Like, I think in the 80s, I mean, again, now we were like alive and watching those movies at the time being, but like, just from everything else that we've seen from that time, it's like, I feel like it was this different type of movie because it wasn't a slasher film. It wasn't doing too many like scare, like jump scares and stuff like that. It wasn't Pet Cemetery. It wasn't Children of the Corn. All those movies. But it was truly trying to get to you with that appeal of like, you know, just uh, how mysterious of a, like, you know, it's it's a poltergeist. It's not really a hunting. It's not one ghost. It's it's a multitude of like ghosts and, and things happening in the house. And I think it's just, it's a fun way. Like even they have fun with it. Like I said, with the chair and like all that stuff, like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, I think even just watching it too, like, it's obviously not scary, but it, it's just you enjoy it for what it is. It, it, it gives you those, like, cool, like, what would happen if I saw my daughter, like, touching the screen of a TV talking to it, you know? Like, it's too weird. No. What's it called? Even though I know this has been fun and, you know, this is probably going to be our last Halloween movie, like, I do hope we do talk about more horror movies, because especially me and you, Ramon, we just saw one really great one not too long ago that once for OC said we have to, like, bring it up in a conversation. But is there any other scary movies that maybe you guys have seen recently or this year that are more modern that you guys maybe want to talk about? Like, you know, I don't know uh, if there's yeah. anything. Uh, I, I, I'll bring up the, that one that I saw uh, that was actually surprisingly good and it was different than what you would expect. Um, it's, it's that one where the aliens I already forgot the name of it. like promote it. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm, that's the one thing about me is like I'm bad at with names of movies, but like I can tell you who's in it and all that stuff. For, no one will save you. Big. Yeah, there we go. No one will save you. But that, that, that was surprisingly good. No, I'm telling you, Raul. No it's, one will save yeah. you. No, yeah, but like because it, it it kind of goes against a lot of the like horror tropes, and it just a ton of suspense. It's it's an alien movie, and 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 there's just like it doesn't go how you would expect an alien movie to go, where like it builds up and then all of a sudden there's like yeah. the sixth sense, not the sixth sense, science that that like has to build up until you see the aliens. It's like you get aliens right away and then it's just dealing with all this and 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 just like how everything develops. I, I thought it was just awesome. No. I like you know no, yeah again the name of the movie No One Will Save You on Hulu and it is like a good okay movie to watch. I think the biggest accomplishment in that movie did is the fact that there's almost no dialogue in the whole movie. Oh yeah. You might think like right oh right. yeah that's how, how how can that work but it works great. And I think that's yeah, yeah. No, why I, I would recommend I didn't, it. I didn't even notice. But yeah, yeah good point. Mm. No, I mean, yeah. it, and this is funny because, like, I, I, I just, I, I love the alien and the sci-fi genre and then mixed with a little bit of horror element. 
but like i don't know like definitely like movies like uh quiet place and stuff like that it's something similar and i think mm -hmm. that was successful but i didn't like the movie i just didn't like the variety of aliens i told carlos that too i'm like i just to me with alien movies it gets weird and we just get crazy mm -hmm. um but i really enjoyed that movie i watched that um the movie i was telling you guys that i wanted to watch host uh oh yeah where, what's that where, so so where did you really, watch it uh, I, I I paid to rent it. Probably you paid to rent it. Yeah, okay. and it's this again during quarantine. This this group of friends want to do a seance over a Zoom call, and that's basically what it is. They're doing a seance over a Zoom call, and it's kind of funny because like we all relate this to this because of the quarantine. And yeah, ultimately things start to happen. And I you know I saw on TikTok somewhere it's like oh if you want to watch one of the scariest movies, I can see why people would think it's scary. But I think again to say if you're a fan of all that genre, it's not. Is this because it is so relatable to like being on screen or being on FaceTime and then noticing things are happening behind you? Yeah. Um, but I but I think as a movie itself, it's it's good because the fact that every single person recorded that separately, like the, the mm -hmm. movie was reported recorded by different individuals in their different places, like it was a Zoom call type of movie. Uh, I think it was beautifully done and because the budget the was actually, like tiny for it, right? Like that's yeah. one of the things that made it very like um like another thing like. That's one of the reasons why I think attention came to it. The fact that it was like kind of good and the budget was almost like nothing for it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, it was it was enjoyable. It, it, I would tell you it was probably a little bit better with like the scares and stuff like that than other movies that I've seen where you're like always expecting them. At least with this one, you were expecting stuff to happen, once, especially once you find out it's going to be a seance. But I think just the way that it's executed and how they explain it, and how it's plausible that it would happen to multiple people at once. Uh, yeah. It was done well. I enjoyed it. I mean, I definitely don't regret paying like five bucks or whatever. I paid to watch it. I, I guess for me, the movies that I would recommend that I know one of them I did see this year. And one of the ones that I constantly kind of think about is one of them is It Follows. Like that Ooh. one I think about quite often. That's the one that's on Netflix. It's pretty much has to do with like, it's it's like I'm doing a whole thing about like STDs, how yeah, like you sleep with somebody, Ro, and that person's going to be followed by a ghost and it takes different forms of people, like different forms of people. And like you can drive a car for 50 miles and like, yeah, that'll give you two hours, but eventually it will catch up to you. So like no matter what, this thing is always going to be following it, following you. And the only way for it to not follow you is to sleep with somebody else. So once you sleep with somebody else, oh. it follows that person. But then here's That's the cool. thing. If that person, it catches them, then it reverts back to the previous person. So it's just one of those things like you constantly have to be passing it and passing it to like truly never come back to you Sheesh. So, and that also reminds me a little bit of the one that i saw this year which was smile and smile is kind of like a similar thing like once you witness this thing there's really no way for you to really get 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 away from it um and i thought the ending of that movie smile was really really cool like really scary hunting like what am i watching on you know on my big screen team movie like it's just like i thought it was very well done for a movie that the concept of it seems kind of silly but a smile was one that I thought was really scary. If you're looking for something for jump scares, and then it follows something that's like more of a classic that I think I recommend because another cult following. Yeah, I should watch it. I'm always yeah, looking and, for and, a movie that's actually I, scary. I, 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 yeah, I forgot that I had seen this, but like I also saw the the, the blackening like a, a month or two ago. What is the uh, blackening about? Um, it, it's 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 a group of people that go to to like a cabin. For okay. kind of like a, a reunion, like throw black, um, and then they there's like a game, but like it's a really racist game, um, <laughs> with, with with like the old like caricatures and stuff like that, and then they it asks like black questions, and then 
they have to say like whoever is the blackest is going to be the one that's killed and they're arguing about like who's blacker and all this stuff and 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 it's it's a little a little bit of a uh, of a comedy but it, but like it's it's a slasher kind of comedy that came out like this year or last year right no it came out this year it came out yeah. like this summer i think okay cool. but yeah like it, yeah. it's 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 fine i i i i recommend um, if if you have some extra time w- watching watching it on streaming, um, I wouldn't buy it. I, w- I, w- I would rent it. Okay. You know uh-huh. something that I'm actually enjoying quite a bit that I'm watching right now, and I'm actually I think at this point even six episodes in, I would recommend it. The new Goosebumps series on Disney. Oh, Plus. okay. Yeah, you it's mentioned actually, that last and we, week, and you said it's like watch yeah. it and let me know, and maybe like I, I I think it has potential for us to even discuss it like a full thing. Like, and I'll just tell you some stuff without, like, obviously spoilers or anything. But, like, I was surprised because, like, you know, Goosebumps, obviously, back whenever, like, it was one of my favorite, like, book series for being a kid into this kind of crazy stuff. And then the show itself was pretty good. And then that Jack Black movie was just, like, terrible because it was just, like, you know, whatever. It's just one of those movies that is just too much, not enough of, like, the horror element or at least the suspenseful element. So this show, surprisingly, with Justin Long as one of the like the main actors, is actually really good. Like, I I feel is like it it's different exactly... stories, or is it like one story throughout the whole season? So that's exactly what it is. It's a whole story throughout the whole okay. season, but within each episode, it kind of takes elements of the books, and each episode is basically a story from the book. And oh, so, that's cool. even though it's like one continuous story, each episode is like a little bit different because Man. it focuses around different characters and different like goosebumps stories and it actually is holding up really well the storytelling is actually good like the writing like the, the, the dialogue between the people even though we're following high school kids around for the most part um there's it's parents and high school kids like it, it does a good job the horror element to it is actually somewhat like acceptable for being like oh that's kind of creepy or like oh that's that's a little like nervous like that's a cool like it just reminded me of like the twilight zone um well actually just goosebumps it reminded me of that like it reminded me of like old school goosebumps but like for adults but still for kids because it's still being targeted towards or you know towards younger people but i'm gonna check it out man i would i would not be as skeptical if they had dropped it on hulu because then i would have been like okay (laughs) this is still disney but they're kind of like like okay this doesn't belong in you know in our disney catalog so just the idea of being on disney plus that's what the only thing that i'm a little bit like nervous about because i don't feel like they're there yet like that confident even though they've added r-rated movies like the punisher and like they added like bloody things to it so maybe it does fall in that category and i just gotta give it a shot that's what I'm saying. For six episodes in, I'm still into it. Like, I'm really into it. Like, even my wife is into it right now. So it's like, it, I mean, it always has the potential. I think it's supposed to be like a 10-episode thing. Um, So it still has the potential to, like, kind of just end up badly. But everything thus far has been enjoyable. And actually, like, won't making you want to watch the next episode right away. So, Oh, okay. I mean, bro, I don't know if you have something to say because I don't want to sk- skip you or anything. But the only thing that I was going to say that I watch recently that landed in october on netflix was the fall how the house of usher yeah i'm watching it right now yeah and dude honestly ramon like not to say goosebumps what you said it's not going to be like good or anything but the house the fall of house of usher it is like on another level man like it's just Mm -hmm. like this mike flanagan guy like he did the last the 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 haunting house, Mas- house the, 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 Mas- the, which- the blind man oh, there, yeah. midnight mansion yeah. which you know, we love we love yeah. midnight mass i think midnight mass midnight mass is one of those shows that's yeah. like 
dude, yeah, like perfection. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't believe what I wow. saw, everything about it. Beautiful. Like to me, it was just like, you know, hopefully one day we do talk about that show. But yeah, the House of Usher, it falls a little bit short compared to Midnight Mass. But overall, like the acting, what's going on on screen, it's really good, man. Like I don't think you're going to come out saying like, oh, it's a perfect 10. But it's like right in the middle of like very still good, very good with, with everything right. it's trying to mm-hmm. accomplish. Uh, and it's kind of like based, nice. it's kind of like doing an Alan Post kind of storyline with you know, like, yeah, yeah. So I think if you checked it out, Ramon, you might actually come back and two things are gonna happen. You're gonna say like, yeah, it was all right, or you might say like, no, guys, we need to talk about this right now. So maybe you should check it out now because I would rather talk about it while it's still fresh in my head than like a month from now where I'm like, I'm not rewatching this. <laughs> I, 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 I'm pretty sure that 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 you would like it, but but it's Mike Flanagan, so like, uh, I I think Haunting at Hill House is the best, like the scariest show, like. That's ever I heard made. that. I heard that. Seen it? I have not because I'm too scared. It's so good, dude. <laughs> I, I, I it is so good, it and it, it, it just it, and no. there's so many like twists that are I, so well made. It's like uh beautiful, like Ramon. Like I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to say like because everything that Raul's saying is what I've heard from other people. And this is when the show first came out. Everybody was hyping it up. How scary is the details? The little so things you can spot. It's I didn't creepy see, as hell. I'm like I'm not I'm not like watching the scary show and I'm gonna be like can't sleep at night. But now that I know it's Mac, Mike Mike again and he just continues to do amazing, amazing, great work mm-hmm. with horror and storytelling and writing, like I have to check it out now because I'm like, oh damn it! Like I became a fan, and once I'm a fan, I want to go out and check out all your stuff, dude. And, yeah. and it's a thing too. Like he he keeps using the same cast. But it's yeah. completely different roles. And, and like, like the guy from My Zombie, he's awesome. Oh, really? <laughs> I nice. don't know who that. The guy that was the chief in uh, Midnight Mass. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, actor, yeah, sheriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sure. he's in the other ones too. Yeah, so he's he's a great. And yeah, he's oh, he was awesome. They had they had um Luke Skywalker in this new new show. Oh, oh yeah, Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah, and look, he's he's awesome. I think he's actually yeah, he's my good. favorite one in the whole show, even though he doesn't really talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he, he was perfect for the role. Yeah, great. I don't know. Best well, I've seen him in a long time. Yeah. I mean, maybe I know because we're getting towards the end. I do have a question with you guys because we, we probably, even if we talk about some of these shows that are a little bit scary, or just in general, like horror, not scary. But it, I had a question because, like, I've been talking to people for this whole month because we're doing this, this podcast about, like, what to watch, what's scary, what movies I've seen that I think are scary. And I think I come to the point where it's just like not a lot of stuff is, right? But it, but just for people that are listening, like what question for you guys, like you, Carlos and Raul, like what would you guys need for a show or a movie to be truly scary? Like a movie, let's put it in a movie because movie at least will be over in like two hours, right? Like what, what would ultimately like as a grown ass man, <laughs> what would make you like actually scared? Go. I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this way. So like I, I, I I think the the things that have made like movies or shows scarier for me is is the ones that can do the build up very well and that that can do kind of like like with Jaws like I I don't think that's scary but like I think the fact that they didn't show the shark so much like helped to 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 build up the that anticipation and all that stuff with that so like I'm seeing Hell House. There's a so much of that of like random shadows in the back that you think are something or like in uh 
uh, hereditary that that you don't see something, or or like insidious that you don't see something, and then all of a sudden you notice it and it's scary as hell. Or or yeah. or, or even in the Conjuring one when the when the nun was there, that was scary as hell. That was scarier than so, the actual nun movie. So so that's something I haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the Conjuring movies. I haven't seen the nun. I haven't seen any Annabelle's, and I gotta go back. And obviously that's kind of good for me because that's like eight movies right there that I can mm. kind of watch. And from what I hear, they're all kind of like pretty good. But Insidious is one that I ha- I did watch in the last like 10, 15 years, Ramon. Mm-hmm. And that one stays with me. Like that one, for some reason, even though I haven't rewatched it, I remember in the movie theater, it was like jump scaring the hell out of me. And I don't know. I just thought maybe if I watched it today, I'd be like, this is silly. But from what I hear based on conversations of what does hold up, everybody always has like Insidious in some kind. In a, in a list of 20 scariest movies, like it could fall maybe somewhere modern, modern, like the list of 20 modern scary movies, it could fall somewhere in there. Yeah, Maybe yeah, like no, yeah, ten. yeah. Like the, the the first one, yeah. Like I even saw the the last one, the the red door. Um, yeah. it, it's fine. Uh, but yeah, like the first one is awesome. Um, it, dude, I'll, I'll even throw a sinister in there. I thought sinister was I heard awesome. Sinister is really good too. Yeah, haunting, like haunting in Connecticut. That's another really good one too. Okay. I think yeah, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Dude, I wanted the black phone to be as scary as people were saying it was gonna be, or at least shocking, and it just. Like I don't know, it came and left me. I like you know, I like the actors that the main actor in it, but it just didn't do what I thought it was gonna do for me. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it's just that we are just getting more and more desensitized. No, I'm a to, chicken like, a man. I'm telling well, you, I, I'm well, bad. I, 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 I say I, that, but it's like I I, 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 I think it's more of like doing something different because like we've seen yeah. there's been a ton of scary maybe that's stuff. what it is. So so yeah. so like like the movies like um uh, uh midsummer. Like that that's like the perfect type of different thing because it's it's so weird and like it's kind of scary, but like it's just more it's more, like the thriller ones that that like do that so well they're just weird or or like get out where where it's it's like it's just different um and and i I think those are the ones that like are more successful, the ones that do something different like I haven't seen us, it looks scary as hell, and I want to see it, but like i i the the thing with me oh. with, with scary movies is like yeah. the supernatural ones. I can't watch by myself because I'm also like a, a little bit of yeah. scaredy cat. So like, but I want to w- watch it with somebody else. So so like Mama, like the Conjuring movies, the the Paranormal Activities, like all these, like I like them, but I I have to watch them with somebody else. Yeah, I'll, I'll start sweating, man. And if like lights are off, <laughs> I'll start turning them on. And it's just like like Rose said, like, I have to be with one. What I noticed that has helped me out is if my wife's like younger sister um, watches these movies with me, and she's like fifteen. I sort of feel like, well, if she can watch it. And she's fifteen, then I can watch it because I'm forty years old or close to it. That's funny. Well, you know who loves scary movies is not afraid of this guy. So you guys can come watch movies with me anytime. Let's Dude, go. You and my you and my younger sister, like she was the kind of girl to watch the Human Centipede like at two in the morning by herself. And I'm like, dude, what is wrong with yeah. your head? <laughs> you make those comments about me too because we'll talk about like a, something freaky, and I'm like, yep, watch it like at three in the morning, and you're like, how? Like you're by yourself, like watching. And then with headphones on, which is a little creepier <laughs> when you talk about like certain movies that have to do more with like you know this paranormal activity because it's like like touches or breezes and you know it's like this is a new house that I'm living in but like I think those breezes do come when the AC kicks in and if I have my headphones on I don't hear it come in and then all of a sudden it's like Phew. but I don't know I mean for me I think this is I, I love the genre I think this is maybe if I wasn't watching it since I was little it'd be a little bit more impactful but I love like like I said Ro has a point I think since a lot of these things have been done it is nice to see when certain like 
movies are done with new elements or at least different approaches to these elements. But I think as it's horror as a genre is probably one of the best ones because of yeah. that physical and like mental thing that it does to you where if it's not freaking you out like you know mentally it's giving you goosebumps because again it's i'm not saying i don't get jump scared right you throw something at the screen like real quick i'm gonna jump a little but that's just yeah. natural like flinching you know just what the frick <laughs> so well, ramon if you think about fun. the last few movies that i got and just me and you or that i've invited you to they all Ooh, been yeah. horror movies because like again as much as like i'm not a fan of like to go see like um like a smile movie in the movie theaters when somebody tells me like hey there's a movie theater out there it's a horror but it's doing things differently it's like you're not gonna believe the storytelling you're not gonna believe what's going on on screen like i have to go check it out so you know we want to see barbarian we saw um, evil you know, the evil the evil evil dead and then evil lurks within is that what the, the most recent when, one we when, saw when evil lurks when evil lurks and dude again all great movies Probably the the one in the middle is probably going to be like my third least favorite one of the three. But Barbarian was good, and this new one was excellent. My favorite. It's like yeah, anytime somebody favorites. or like Mama was another one that I remember people talking about it in a very like cool like this is awesome go check it out and like I went to go see Mama even though it was like this is a scary movie because I wanted to see what this director was doing because I heard great things about his directing style. Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I thought it was good. Yeah, has the Lannister. Movies, I think. <laughs> yeah. Just keep bringing me movies like though, like this, like I said, just just make them a little, a little bit more thriller, psychological thriller with any scary element, and then you got a great. Maybe so. less saws now. You know, you know which movie I never seen that it, I heard is good, and maybe you guys could convince me to watch it. Hush, Hush is one that I've never seen. It's an I think Did it's I a Netflix Hush? movie, yeah. and. It's based on this this lady oh, that the she's, deaf she's girl. the deaf yeah, yeah the deaf girl yeah yeah it, it's pretty good yeah I've it, always it, heard that movie is good yeah yeah, a guy yeah, yeah it's good because there's a guy that breaks in Ramon but she has no idea because she can't hear his footsteps she's deaf, yeah. like yeah she's deaf oh, so, yeah and I've nice. always heard it's good I just never hit play on Netflix because so I'm just like again it's, it's not, not okay so yeah, I, I, watch, I, yeah. I, I suggest that you watch it by yourself at three in the morning. Yeah, and then I suggest you watch It Follows because I think you'll really enjoy that. Yeah, It Follows is a good one. Yeah, where is it? Netflix, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I'll think about but, it. Okay. Right, Maybe man, this weekend well, with my nephews and niece that are sleeping over. Well, there you go. everybody, I hope you have a safe Halloween. Check your candy. Make sure you, if you live in the Chicago area, you're wearing a coat. It's gonna be cold as hell. <laughs> but have make fun sure this you year. don't turn off your jack o' lantern. <laughs> or yeah, Sam Sam will get you <laughs> yeah. that'd be cool someone should dress up as him not us of course too tall Someone's yeah no I'm already have my Luigi costume for this year so I <laughs> can't change <laughs> uh, alright guys well I'll talk to you guys soon and again have a happy Halloween Dios. word <laughs> yay